Welcome back to Opa Podcast, episode 79. Today, we're just joined by the three of us. Soup, say hi. Hi. Wyatt. Howdy. And myself, Jason L. Uh, Griffin is out tonight. He is at the Minnesota Wild game in St. Paul. Um, I believe, Soup, you want to run him a live mic, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're just not sure how to get past the security at this point, though. <laughs> That's yeah. the one hang up, though. Yeah. I don't want to have to get you out of jail. Pretty please. Let's make somebody but... else do it. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Okay, all right. that's fine. Yeah, that's fine by me. But all right. So going in from Minecraft. there. Oh, oh, parody in Minecraft. <laughs> there we go. We're good. All right. So, uh, well, everyone, thank you for returning to um, this episode to listen or watch our recap of the Quick Bowl Lane, where the Gophers came victorious, uh, beating um, Bowling Green thirty to twenty-four. Um, in Detroit, um, I think some quick thoughts about what was weird around everyone. I thought it was a fun game. Um, I was on a road trip on my way back to um, Minnesota, so I was in all of Iowa to watch the entire game. And um, I will say this: don't attempt to watch a game or stream it uh, when you enter spotty areas of reception. <laughs> uh, hence, I was delayed on our group chat, boys. Um, but I thought it was a fun game overall. Uh, I did have some nitpicks, which we'll get to, but uh, just happy we got the win. And then um, do you want to provide quick thoughts, Soup? And then we'll go to Wyatt. Uh, longest active bowl game win streak in the FBS. We love that. That's us. Can't uh, be mad at that. I don't know. I think, I think it's been a tough year for this team and this coaching staff, and I think tonight... Uh, for, they deserve some credit for this. I think there's, you know, a lot of, they take up, you know, they take pride in stuff like that. And I think they were very aware of it going into the game. And that was a big factor, I think, with how they played. Yeah. No, yeah, I get, I think all that is fair and accurate to say. That's kind of how we do things here. We go and we win bowl games. That's and you know that that really matters to these programs, and I think that is kind of what success should be defined as here is like making bowl games every year and winning them all the time. Like that should be like our vision of of consistent success because that is what consistently successful college programs look like. And then every few years, because you have to be competitive to make a bowl, every few years you pop. Right, that's the formula. And, you know, I think it's I think it's important in the wake of making the bowl game as a five and 17. Uh, you know, we ha we hang our head on the academic thing like, yeah, we are not only successful on the field, we are successful in, in the classroom as a team. But in the bowl game. Yeah, we got business done on the field. So. Listen, you might say, oh, they were five and seven, they didn't deserve to be there. Well, they. They won. That's not true, though, because they did deserve to be there because they were the best academically, and those are the rules. Yeah, like, there are some t there are some people that are going to say, you won't yeah. catch me saying that, because I think they very That's well That's like the Debbie Downer side, right? In fact, I think I think the academics is, it, is such a great, like, tiebreaker between the five and seven teams. Yeah. 
I love that. As a I also think that matters more in recruiting to like parents than people think. Yeah. Yeah, that's also probably true. Oh, almost certainly true. Because Minnesota's a program where, like, if you're really good, you could go pro. But like, eighty percent of the guys who play here don't go pro, right? Like, a lot of parents are, you know, they want to make sure their kid is going to leave with a good degree. Yeah, has a future one way or another. So I think it's a real draw to this program that gives them an interesting edge in cases like these, you know? So Yeah, and this is like this is the way to showcase that hey, we got in on our academics, but we can we can still play some football, you know. Yeah. And you know, you reward kids for uh you know, being in the classroom. Like you also have to reward the kids for doing that. Yep, for sure. I think we are all in agreement on that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's break down the game, guys. So um, we'll break as we what we usually do: offense, defense, special teams. Um, offensively, as we talked in the last podcast, uh, it was like theoretical or like it was like like very likely, but we didn't. Con- it wasn't confirmed till obviously like when they were doing pressers for the bowl game. Uh, Cole Kramer got his first and final start for the Golden Gophers. Um, looking at some quick numbers here, uh, as quarterback, uh, Cole Kramer, uh, was eight of 16 in passing. So 50% completion percentage, 26 yards passing, uh, two touchdowns and one interception. And then to include on top of that, he did have, uh, three, uh, he rushed three times for 31 yards and one of them was for a touchdown as well. Did you guys know he's getting married? As as what they kept mentioning on the uh, broadcast, almost every five to ten minutes. Yes, <laughs> they should have spent way more time talking about Darius Taylor. I don't know why they're talking about this for so long. Like for me, it made sense earlier in the in, in like at the start. Like, hey, Cole was supposed to be getting married, planning his wedding. Then he got the starting knot, so he had to like you he know. Gets the touchdown. There's the shot of his of his fiance. That's great. I love yeah. that. But like Darius is cooking at home. Like can we get some, can we get some shots of his family? Maybe Come honestly, on. yeah. Like no, like no shot at Cole. Like we love him. Like excited for no, what shot he's... at the broadcast. Yeah, though, to the, be clear, the broadcast crew. We're like, okay, you're treating like Taylor Swift levels of broadcasting, and like I hate that trend right now. Like we, we not we, only that, the game they like, do. Let's move on and focus on the game, please. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I agree a thousand percent with that too. Um, though. The Nick Miss broadcast is becoming one of my favorite things ever. So, but, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, going I'm, from there, um, if I'm being quite honest, I thought Cole would sling it more or like throw it more. But then again, with the way how we, we know how PJ wants to run the offense is run the ball through Darius Taylor and Jordan Newbin, um, especially through Darius, that like it, ma- it made sense that throwing was like only 16 passes. <laughs> But then I was like, like, good lord, twenty six yards total. But then again, two of them, two of those touchdowns were like on short yardage passes too. Um, so I was surprised by that. But other than that expectation, I'd say Cole did what he needed to do. Is that the best way to describe it? Um, you know, to get us the win, and he'll yeah. go, he'll go down like you know, in history as you know, the guy who did everything the program has asked for him to do. 
you know, like, probably, he probably, you know, probably complained and, you know, had some ire, but then like, you know, he stuck it out till he graduated and got rewarded for his pretty much first and first and last start with the program. So, you know, happy for Cole did well, I'd say besides, uh, yeah. I, I, know, I know you mentioned the soup on, on our group chat during the game. Yes. Or yesterday was the old line wasn't doing <laughs> Doing him, protection. Yeah, the pass players were not doing him any favors at all. Well, they had their their really good defensive end for Bowling Green, whose name is escaping me. Uh, he's in the transfer portal, and people thought he wasn't going to play, but he ends up playing. And then I thought about it; it makes sense because like this is tape against a Power Five program. Like he's in the transfer portal right now. Like this is going to be great for him if he does well, and he. He went nuts. I thought he had a great game. He hit Cole Kramer and forced an interception, and then he was the guy that blew past Quinn Carroll on the other sack. And I don't think uh, I think I think it kind of looked like they they had like no answer for him basically, like in the pass rush. Would you like to see? Which you know I think that also plays into why they ended up running the ball so much. I mean, when we. For me, when I'm complaining about, you know, too much running in the offense, it's because it's happening and it's, like, inefficient. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, we're, like, talking, like, two and a half to three yards per play in some of these games before. But, I mean, Darius is averaging. And that's obviously not what was happening. No, Darius is averaging, like, six yards a touch. Like, let him cook. I don't know. Like, you know, like, I'm, what are you going to not give him the ball? Like, and yeah, to note, yeah, to know on Darius, he had 35 carries for 208 yards with one tutty. Like, he feasted that day and got quickly in bowl MVP. And two more catches for 11, so almost 220 yards by himself. Good for him. I mean, you know, I think. I think they just let their best player on the field work. And I think that's totally fine. And I think, you know, I think he was excited to play for the first time in a while. And like, you know, people were worried, you know, like, oh, you're giving this guy all these carries, you know, he's, you know, just coming off, you know, being injured. It's like, well, he looks pretty healthy to me, you guys. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, I think we're so tied up in this run game like kind of ire that we have that there's a lot of just getting angry about this for for no reason because this is like this is the perfect example of when you should do what they did right when it's working yeah and like cole i don't think is fully healthy either i you know he was getting some medical attention down there in the third quarter i saw him run across the field in the fourth quarter they had a shot of him and he was he was limping and I, I think they don't want to put the walk-on freshman, no offense to the kid, out there in what was a like six-point game. So they just said, "Okay, Darius, bring us home," you know. And he did it. Do what you do best, and he did what he does best. And I think it's important that in the third quarter they had that one drive where they threw the ball three times in a row. Because I think it was important that they showed that, right? Because that's really all we've been asking for is for them to mix it up just a little bit, 
And I think that like three passes was just enough to keep them honest to close that one out. Yeah, because like it, it, I don't want to say it, it broke the script, but like it altered the script enough that like, hey, the Gophers are still willing to pass rather than run the ball in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, but well, then also too, um, when I was looking at, you know, like I know, soup, you mentioned it, like the the points differential, even though it was very minute. But the three back-to-back pass plays was favored in like okay, it gave us a better chance to win the game overall than just you know obviously Dares is breaking off in like big big chunk yardage every time he runs and it gets yeah. to carry. But obviously this those incompletions were being favored by the analytics, and that's the perfect. But it's the perfect time to to do something like that, right? Because it's like the beginning of the fourth quarter, you know. You're up two scores. Like, you know, if you don't kill any clock on this drive, it's really fine. They did nothing on offense outside of those, like, you know, they get a big run that they end up scoring a touchdown on that drive. And then the other touchdown comes, uh, you know, the big play at the beginning, right? That receiver's pretty good. And then they have that the drive with the, you know, sneak at the end. But they need big they they need big plays to score all these touchdowns, right? So that's the perfect time to do something like that, and then you just go back to the run game right away because I think they shifted from inside to outside zone uh, in the second half, and Jordan Newbin did a really good job lead blocking. They just basically ran QB power all game with Darius Taylor, and then we also ran Wildcat with just Darius and Jordan in the backfield. <laughs> Yeah, but that's just them running like quarterback power with, yeah. with Darius Taylor, right? Like it's so funny because I think he was their emergency quarterback for QB three. Oh yeah, yeah. Understandable. So, and then I think the game was close enough towards the end that they were just like, "Well, we're killing them with the run. Just let Darius do it. Like he's he they can't they can't stop him, you know." Hmm. So, they did that, and I saw their coach was like was like salty about their passing game. Old Bowling PJ's Green's so head nice coach. to this guy, dude. PJ's so nice to this guy in his press conference, and then in his press conference, this guy's like, uh, he says is uh, at, at the post game podium, says to a reporter sitting ten feet away from the Gophers, he says the passing attack and the quick lane bowl, they couldn't throw it from me to you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, well, I didn't I didn't realize that. <laughs> then again, I didn't watch his press conference. I I, I was like. And I'm like, dude, like, okay, but we ran through you like the plague, dog. Like, like get out of here. Yeah. As you mentioned, the hey, passing uh, game wasn't... the game? Like... Yeah. But the passing game wasn't too hot because D-Jack was... Um, had nothing. They had some misses. They, yeah. had some, they had some real misses in the first half, and I don't really put too much of it on Daniel Jackson. Honestly, I probably put most of it on on Cole. I don't think he was that accurate except for mm, I me. Mean, he yeah. was in the low red zone, which we can talk about tendency breakers later. Cause I think they broke some tendencies today coaching wise, which I think is nice. Um, mm-hmm. But Cole also former trans for, former gopher, uh, beanie Bishop with a pick six in the Mayo bowl. Oh, wow. Just, that just now. Or, or is that a punt return? That's a punt return actually. Oh, nice. I just knew he played corner, so I said. I mean, six, like, still, still and I saw cool. the replay, and that's a punt return. 
But yeah, he'll be a like first round pick maybe. Good for him. Beanie Bishop. Yeah, for sure. Atta He's boy. up there. He's like an All American this year. Whatever. Um, but yeah, sorry. We that digress. Was just, that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I think Cole was not a hundred percent, and I don't think he was that accurate. And but I think. When they went to him when they needed plays, though, right? We end up scoring two passing touchdowns in this game. Like, I think scoring with the tush-push early, and then I think this is a tendency breaker from them. They show the, the tush-push again, and then they go with, like, the fake to, uh, play-action fake to the tight end, right? Yeah, perfect. That was, that was a touchdown to Jameson uh, Gears. Um, right. It was – I loved it so much because I was like, oh, we're going to do the tush. And then when they faked it and rolled out to the right – and just did a short pass to Jameson. I was like, oh, I like that. And we got the touchdown. He's late. Extra He's point. late on it. Like the ball needs to come out way faster. Yeah. Um, um, but I think that's, I think you see the warts of Cole Kramer there, but he makes those plays for you. And he makes that big third down slant throw to Elijah Spencer, who will be here next year. Um, and I think that that's a big play too. And then he sneaks, you know, his touchdown. And I think they weren't afraid to go to him when they needed a big a play either but Darius really just carries you literally all all day and I think it's um a good example of them leaning into the run when it is working for them and when they should do that like yeah no I think it's important to note that like this podcast has said a lot about the running game this year and it's not that we don't like the running backs it's that we want the running game to be efficient and to, you know, be able to diversify the portfolio when you need to. Absolutely. I think that's, yeah, I think that's the point you've been getting at. Because so that's far. the personnel you have right now. And I think next year with this FCS kid they have coming in, I mean, I don't think he's coming in to hand the ball off 35 times, to be honest with you. No. No, and I do want to know, Max Brosmer was already sitting in the quarterback room during after he signed. He was sitting in the room during bowl prep, too. Good. So he's been, uh, and I think when, it was on Twitter, um, or X. I'm sure he's so happy to have Darius Taylor on his team. Yeah, because it was a picture of Greg Harbo with all the quarterbacks that's left. So, like, Cole Kramer, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot your name, buddy, the walk, the walk-on. Max. Fresh Max. Max. Uh, was also Max? Oh, okay. And Max Brosmer, like the four in the same photo. I was like, okay, so Max is in there seeing how Greg wants to run the offense. And he gets to see it in-game at the bowl game. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm excited to see what Max can do because I think I, – and I don't want to say because I know we were really like supportive of like what Ethan's talent can do. Like we love like the, the, the intangibles that he had as a quarterback, but it just didn't produce on the field. And I think maybe with Max's experience and for his one year, maybe be very beneficial. Like I don't expect maybe like the twenty passes a game, but maybe closer like thirty. Which I mean, I'll take. I think I think they have some good skill players. I think I liked what I saw from Jamison Gears. That guy's huge. Um, Daniel Jackson, Darius Taylor, Elijah Spencer. I think they have, you know, guys for him to throw to, and I think they're going to utilize that. And then we shouldn't forget Lamecky Brockington. Uh, who's uh, how good was it to see him again? 
I know. I was like, I was, I was like, oh wait, wasn't he hurt? <laughs> like, he broke his leg earlier in the he season. He played in the Wisconsin game because it's still gonna. He didn't play. I don't think he played in enough games to lose el- eligibility, or that they're gonna get him a medical red shirt, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we'll get to him later in special teams because I, I, I want to mention about that him. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm excited with what we have returning and what some of the guys have shown in the bowl game because Brevin sat out. Um. At least, like that's the ba- that's Brevin was the like the major offensive piece that was missing, um, this game. So, um, overall, I'm just happy with how the offense rolled. I think it showed classic, classic Minnesota football with through PJ Fleck. Yeah, I mean, I think it showed, but I, I I don't know. I think part of what people have to realize is this only looked like this because of their quarterback situation, right? Yep. Uh, it's not it's not a great quarterback situation to begin to yeah. like your guy hits the transfer portal before the bowl game. Has yeah. anyone picked him up? No, he's still sitting around. Mm. Interesting. Which, yeah, no, it's certainly something to see. I uh, I wonder if, if and when that will happen and uh, what that podcast is going to look like. Um, I just want to credit them for their philosophy in the red zone because i think you know we were all very hard on them this year they could not punch it in when they got to the red zone and they did so twice throwing the ball today and i think that is like you know i think you know people should circle that when they're thinking about next year right i think people should circle you know the fake to the to the push to the the tight end leak like i think that is what we're going to be looking at in the low red zone next year instead of just trying to run it in all the time. And I think that's that's interesting. And I think it's like a tendency breaker too. Like they're they're showing teams, hey, okay, you're gonna sell out for the run in the red zone. We're just gonna score touchdowns. We're just gonna throw over you. We're not we're not unwilling to do it like we have shown we are in the past, right? I like the term tendency breaker that you use there. That's that's good. That's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, you just need to you just need to sometimes you just need to show it. And then I think they'll build on that for next year and I think that's more kind of what they want to do on offense. I think they really want to do that and Go ahead. Sue, would you yeah. say this offense looked more vanilla cuz I know we 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 de- we defined vanilla a few weeks ago than what uh, we saw in the last four games? <laughs> no. I mean, I think I think they run a very diverse um like like they they're capable of very diverse run game because they're able to block a lot of different blocking pa- they, they're able to do zone they're able to do like man blocking and it's because of the way they build their offensive line with like only older guys for the most part and i think you see it in in the run game mainly and that's why they just lean on that is because they're confident in it so i think that was uh, part of it all right all right all right to move on uh defense um first game without uncle joe rossi as defensive coordinator uh danny collins stepped in as interim for this game um do we uh, think that's the long term after no. what we saw no from what no. the word is is like it looks like pj is trying to get an external hire um 
he's going to be networking hard at the coaching convention coming up. Yep. It's interesting, though, I think. It'll be interesting to see who comes. Well, he's not typically an an external hire guy, from my recollection, is he? No. I think... He's very much an... He likes to build in-house, so this is kind of a new and unique approach that he's taken. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to, sh- to see who they've hired. Because like, I think the last major coordinator PJ hired externally was Mike Sanford that we had yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. in 2020 and Gross. 21. Which I know uh, we want to forget that memory, but but that was the only major like offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator type role. Because when Ross Smith got fired back in eighteen, Rossi was a internal promotion, as what you noted there, Wyatt. So it is interesting. So we'll we'll see who's going to be the new guy. But uh, Danny Collins, as far as I can tell, called the game especially because similar to what Joe Rossi has been running on the defense all year. Um, it's just that I think, I think I I I think the defense really did miss uh, Tyler Newbin. Um, who else was off the uh, wasn't playing in the game? Um, I know you shared that report, soup or was it Griffin? Prior to the game, uh, I, I think it was Griff. Let me pull that up quick. Okay, or found soup it. Will correct me if I'm wrong. So Maverick Baranowski was out. Devin Williams was out. Darius Green was out. <clears throat> Tyler Newbin was out and Carter Shaw. Like those are the names that stand out to me. And then Trayvon Jones was questionable, but he did play this game. But you look at the, those list of names, Maverick was pretty much our, like our second linebacker besides Cody Lindenberg as always on the field. Um, then Darius Green, Devin Williams, Tyler Newbin being back there on the linebackers and secondary as well. So like, yeah, they were sorely, saw them, sorely missed. I you, yeah, I, I think I think you saw them punish us for not having Tyler Newbin right away, right? First thing they do is attack deep. Yeah, and it works. And a touchdown and to O.J. Hilaire, and O.J. Hilaire just tor- Dude. torched the secondary for 154 yards. Yeah, that guy was good. He's yeah, good. I mean, yeah. Yep, that's that's for sure. He's definitely good. You don't put up that stat line without being a quality player. Oh, they had no answer for him. It was, but it was cool. It's it's always cool to see good players on MAC teams flash. And like, I hope with NIL, they like go to better schools and maybe get some more recognition. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. But you know, all credit goes to you know, obviously besides you know their head coach kind of bitching about it on the press conference. But you know, you you they have a talented receiver, and he he did what he could do, best do this game to, you know, get on our defense's nerves. And he beat Justin Wally several times and our safeties didn't, you know, weren't there on their assignments or to there to provide help over the top. But, you know, he, he played well against us, but I will say this in terms of a run game though, run defense, it was a solid game. Like can't really complain. Like we got, yeah, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't really do anything outside of those big plays. Yeah. Which like, I think is, you know, the Achilles heel for them. Yeah, like Bowling Green had to rely on so many big plays in order to score. Which, as we all know, this defense is made on not <laughs> or limiting big plays. So um Yeah, shout out Ja Joyner going crazy. Yeah, a couple sacks. Um, but I know we were I know you and I were like 
like bitching about this on the group chat as well. Like, can we never get more holding calls on this guy? Because uh, for this guy, he's like crawling <laughs> to the quarterback on fourth down. <laughs> so crazy, and they throw a touchdown. It's like, yeah, that's fine. It's like, oh yeah, of course, yeah, of course, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Pretty standard, yeah. I mean, just the officials did almost just back. take a touchdown away from from Carolina. That oh was yeah, who was sequence. it? Uh, was it Kyler Ball that was lined up over the side because they went in punt formation instead, and it was like against the rules, I believe, to be on top of the center in that formation. Sure. Or or suppose it. So yeah, but I do want to note this though. Um, Tyler Stolsky, along with Cody Lindenberg, um, dude, Necroll Nation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, were our top tacklers um this game uh tyler especially having five solo tackles this game with one sack and a tackle for loss yeah but yeah i think i hope, I hope to see more of this jaw joiner next year and i'm very excited too oh yeah jaw um and also a healthy linebacker core honestly yeah cody lindenberg maverick baranowski Devin williams had a couple interceptions yeah this year but then like some of the young guys though like uh, Tyler Stolsky, like I know he got burnt earlier in the season because like all of our guys were hurt and he was thrusted into you know that situation, and just to see him grow so fast in the last few games here, you know, I'm like I'm excited at what our linebacker can do. Hopefully, less missed tackles next year, <laughs> but I'm excited at what the defense is bringing back despite what we lost in um, this current senior class, but. Yeah, I think we got to see a lot of the depth, though. Like, I thought Coleman Bryson made a touchdown-saving tackle on that big run, right? Like, I and I know he gets burned early in the game for the touchdown, but he's a young player and he's learning. Or, you know, and I think the other guy was, like, taking some of his first snaps at safety with no Newbin, and I think you just saw them test that all day. So finally, when it worked, it was always a big play because that's the nature of it. Also, give some love to Trayvon Jones, who was dealing with, I think, an injury before the game. Yeah, he game. toughed it out, though. It toughed it out and was crucial in some pass breakups as well. Uh, to yeah, keep he the, played well. To keep the game going, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to see if this, because a lot of this defensive line returns. So it'll be interesting to see what happens for that unit next year if they're going to keep, you know, if they're going to look like this consistently. Yeah, I think that's a question to ask all right if you're all good let's go on to why it's um very special teams special team <laughs> special i said should we just team. should we just log off for a minute and let him have a moment alone no you guys are welcome to join it's a <laughs> team effort why what you love about special teams um you know i mean Dragon got to kick, got to kick some, so that's that's nice. Um, I, you know, the two point conversion is a weird call, but I don't, I don't not like it. I just, you know, it's I, execute. I, I think it's fine, yeah, and there. I think they had it. I think they had it, and he just didn't run it in. No, I was yeah, the same. Like, I was watching on my God. phone, and I was like, he's in, like, dude. I was, <laughs> dude, just put your foot in the ground, go. <laughs> Dragon, like, There's... it he's meant to play kicker. Uh, I think I think he truly proved that. I appreciate him hanging on the pass though, like a true quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he was going for it, and like, kudos to him, man. I was like, dude, it's but... you and like a DB. You'll run him over. Just go. 
<clears throat> yeah, it's. I don't that's mind the new, call though. And that's interesting. So yeah, I I'm with you. It's. I think it's you very... just gave up a touchdown in three plays. You come back, you score, right? And it's like, well, we just gave up a touchdown in like three plays. Like we're gonna need some points today. Why don't we just reach into the bag really quick? Who cares? It's a bowl game. Let's do something fun. Yeah, let's do some. Have some silliness, some fun, and I, I love the and call. They had it. <laughs> just I, thought, that... I mean, I think you can't like like as a fan base, we can't spend all year, you know, whining. PJ be more aggressive. PJ will be more aggressive, and then he goes for two on the opening touchdown of the game to like oh, I... grab back momentum. I'm not saying you. I'm saying like go for fans. I why, love... why are you like this? Oh, I, I saw that on like Twitter with, with you, any... <laughs> regarding that two-point conversion at the bowl game yesterday. That's me nuts. We're, and we're talking about, like, a game where, yeah, it matters, but also, come on, have some fun with it. Like, It doesn't end up mattering. I, you, I, you win by six. It's fine. I like the call. I like the call as, like, a... Like if, if, if we're if, gonna we're gonna showcase what we've got, we're gonna have some fun with this game. Yeah, like you if know? this game comes down to one point against this bowling green team, you probably have other issues. Yeah. But I do wanna give yeah, some I, love. I, can agree with that. I do wanna give some love on the special team stuff though. Um the, the returners question mark? Yeah, so is it happening? Lameki Brockington um returned two kick returns. One of them was for a fifty one yard return, setting us up for that touchdown. Um, so good. So good. And I was like, Lameki kick okay. return next year? <laughs> yeah, you fully, gotta fully you gotta healthy give credit. No, but also I, besides finding the people like they found people who can make it work, and that's well. They you know, finally tried to need. return it too. Yeah, because I I will yeah. say the protection looked better on the kick re- on the on the on the kick return. Like the protection was better than what we've seen all year. So I was just like, where was this for twelve of the thirteen games this season? <laughs> but yeah, love for Lameki, and then I know we shat on him a lot, but I have to give him his due. Quinton Redding. Um, had one return for 19 yards, and then for on the punt side, he had a long of 27 on one of the punts he fielded, and I think that was one where he took that uh, that cheap shot in the head by that um, Bowling Green team uh, player. Um, oh yeah, Quentin Redding. Yeah, uh, at the end of that play, like I think he was like already running out of bounds, and then the dude just like, bam, like he- like head upper chest into. Quinn's head area so yeah but other than that like I'll give him his due like we it, like it, the the special teams actually kept us positive for this game <laughs> which which I love love to see it yeah it was it was nice to see them like you know try and do it though and it's interesting what happens when you try and do it and you have better athletes than this Mac team right like it's like oh well Look at him go, huh? So crazy. Yep. Now just do that again, but throughout the season next year, please. <laughs> well, like they have, so they have no, they have no excuse for not, not even trying to return it because now they've shown they have guys who can do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree. Like, 
please <laughs> do something <laughs> next year. <laughs> if now we riot and like I'll volunteer as tribute, I'll be pump returner soup and soup can be my blocker or something like I just can't have this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Choo choo. I'm into it. And I'm then it. Uh, Mark Crawford for the day had four punts, averaged 43.8 yards, uh, had a long of 46. We had a record on special teams, too. Yes, Brady Weeks, right? Yes. Yeah, a boy Brady Weeks. That's pretty Can sick. Can we just give, give him his due? Amazing Man, long snapper. Been, been here through thick and thin. You gotta love it. 59 this games. This is the type of player that... This is the type of player that we want in this program. I think that I think it's important to be like, yeah, this is what we were after. Do we have a replacement long snapper? I'm sure there's someone in the wing. Because like, I, I, the reason why I asked is because like I remember PJ's I think first or second recruiting class. Um, he went after Brady Weeks, who was a two-star athlete. Just to, to recruit him as a, long snap. just to get him to only long snap. And typically in other programs, right? Like they usually like what preferred walk-ons or, um, or like, you know, players that they got elsewhere. But, but, but yeah, PJ went after us. I thought maybe we'll go after someone in uh, the portal or in national signing day, but I, I hope we have someone because like we go to need someone who's like not going to, I don't know. After having Payne Jordal and then Brady Weeks, it's hard to have. Like I think what Soup mentioned like weeks ago. As long as a long, if you don't hear ever hear the long snapper's name, and he doesn't fuck up, the long snappers, the long snappers doing their job. If you don't hear their name, yep, yeah, just like offensive linemen, right? Uh, except yeah. uh, except Quinton Ware uh, or Qu- uh, Quinn Carroll. Sorry, <laughs> he's not doing. He's not doing his job. That's why. Nope. <laughs> but no, love it. Um, anything else overall from the game? Like, I, it doesn't matter offense, defense, special teams, or the coaching staff. I think it's okay to be excited. I think it's okay to like see Darius Taylor go off, to think about the new quarterback coming in, and to you know be interested. Yeah, I think. I think that's important to remember is that it's okay to be excited about some of this stuff. It's okay to be excited about, you know, winning a bowl game, even though your team went five and seven, it's okay to be excited that Darius Taylor got a bunch of playing time, even though, and did well with it. Did a he lot. He probably wanted it, to play. Even though your quarterback only, you know, only had so much success through the air. In terms you didn't of need it. He didn't need it. He he got two touchdowns. What more do you want from him? This would be like letting like AP go off and being mad, you know? Yeah. Just let him go. Yeah. That's the Minnesota fan for you, though. I love you guys. You guys are, <laughs> are special. <laughs> we we sure are. Like I'm a Chicago fan. It's tough over here right now, but like. Uh, you, For the most part, should, I, I'm you, no Cub fan. Don't don't associate me. <laughs> don't associate me with those guys. Wait, but. what? What baseball team do you root for? Cardinals. Oh, oh you're a Cardinals fan. My dad's oh, from St. Louis. You, you must have a time in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 
You should have seen me walking around in 2006 just strutting. <laughs> Cardinals yeah, that, jersey. That, that was a good one. But hey, at least uh, for me, uh, at least we can root for the Wolves right now. They're doing they're doing pretty good. And I went to a Wolves game. It was fun. Shout out, Griff. Was that the Lakers game? Yes, it was. Adam LeBron Adam. dodging Anthony Edwards though, scared, <laughs> scared. But yeah, no, I no back to what we're talking about. Like, I I agree with you, Soup. Like, I know for at least particularly at least on my why Griffin and myself side, like being you know Minnesota fans growing up, it's okay to be excited. I'm and I am excited of what we have coming back. Like again, like I know I know we bitch on PJ and especially what was going on throughout this past season. But I will say this: what PJ has set as standard, obviously, like going like we want to go to the bowls we want to have to compete for you know tight like you know people this is the last year division but and before that division titles well you know now that's the goal moving forward is to compete for better bowls because competing yeah. for the divisions not really as feasible as it was before mm-hmm. and then but also the talent that he's bringing in yeah yeah but also like the talent that he's bringing in uh, in the program and it's been consistent i know uh, I know. I remember this suit on National Sign early National Sign Day. I know you went off on this guy on Twitter, um, or a few guys on Twitter in general. Uh, and, I had time. Yeah, <laughs> soup, I just soup didn't work that day. But essentially, like this people, fan was like people who are negative in like when recruits come in and stuff. Like just go be miserable somewhere else. Okay. Like yeah, this is literally all about the future, and you're like. I'm still mad about this year. It's like we get it. Like, shut up. You're miserable. Go away. Because like, I'm excited what we bring in, but also I'm excited what we have on the current roster. Like, yeah. Like, why can I not be? Why can we not be excited? It it is <laughs> it is hype. It is hype season. Okay. It's yeah. fine. You you've got the number one player in the state of Minnesota who's like a top 100 recruit nationally. If you can't be happy about hey, that here, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like uh, plus the like the FCS passing leader. <laughs> yeah, what 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 are we doing? Let's be excited about the players that are coming in. Like let's show these guys the the you know rabid fans they deserve. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think teams with engaged fan bases will will prosper in the NIL era. So I think and I think the Gophers do a good job of it. And there's just a lot of angry people out there for some reason, mm-hmm. but they still engage. And I don't know why they're so mad, but also shout out to Dinky Town athletes. Um, I think there was a match oh, yeah. going on before the hall before Christmas. And um, yeah. from what I've heard, a lot of money came through and was matched by uh, corporate sponsors. So that's fun. Very fun for that and good for the players. So, can ask for much more it's all good things and i think you know i I personally enjoyed this game um this was the most fun gopher game of the year i think right yeah i'd say so so i don't know i i think this team really missed lamecky brockington i think it'll be very because when when they win these games there's always like big plays from Lamecki, right? They win these big games and somehow like Lamecki's just doing stuff. 
little Mickey doing think, his thing. <laughs> yeah, I think they I think they missed him, and I think it'll be good to have him back. Gonna be so good to have, you know, just the tools that we've got on offense. Darius Taylor's gonna be healthy. Lamecki Brockington's gonna be back. Uh, a new quarterback. Oh man, a shiny experienced new quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, a quarterback with some experience, with some with some passes under his belt. Who's you know, it's it, listen. I bear no ill will towards Ethan. Hope he finds a landing spot where he's happy. Whatever. But it's going to be good to go into the season with a guy who clearly wants to be here. Who, you know, is going to get, you know, tested in a in a way that he hasn't been tested. But is going, is, is coming in with the experience to deal with that test. For sure. I think other than that, anything else regarding our Golden Gophers and post Quick Lane Bowl? It's okay to be happy about winning football games, you guys, you know, mm-hmm. just in general. It's okay to be happy about any win. It's okay to be okay happy about winning the recruiting battles that we've won. Yeah. I Ryan mean, Day this, we got Ryan Day flew to Duluth to hear no. <laughs> as I heard that I saw that story <laughs> hilarious I love that you man. don't think PJ is flexing on Jim Trestle about that right now <laughs> he probably did or is I'm so happy that we managed to bring the number one player in the state back Oh it's yeah. It's just like good for this program. Oh yeah. It's good for the program and it's good for them nationally cuz he's such a high-rated player. Like people are going to see that. People are going to re- He's good PJ's going to be able to point to that. I mean, I think it looks like he will be uh given a shot to earn playing time at safety early. Oh yeah. I I mean That's that's a certainty yeah. because they with, did not look good. Yeah. I mean, Coleman Bryson's still young. I still like him too, but I think him and Coy would play well together. Do you think it's It'd like a situation? Minis- it would be so Minnesota to have two, two white safeties. It would be <laughs> hilarious. Oh, don't get me started with that. Yeah, like black no. versus white <laughs> NFL roster. No, we can't get canceled. I know. <laughs> you know, actually, it's very profitable. Maybe we should. <laughs> Shh. I don't want to get Please, this. Ac- dear God, let's, I don't, I let's don't want to get this account. This into... <laughs> I don't want to get this account uh, taken down. Please. Get football canceled. <laughs> this is the Joe Rogan Football Hour, I guess. <laughs> oh, I'd rather, I'd rather eat. I'd rather eat glass. But actually, you, you um, I know outside of football, I gotta give some love though. Women's basketball. Oh, they're cooking. They're cooking. <laughs> Also, men's men's basketball kind of figured it out too. Honestly, Minnesota women's basketball might be the best bang for your buck ticket right now. I would bet. Yeah, I would bet. How much are they charging? Like nothing? No. It's something. Is it? Cut it out. <laughs> you're gonna get. You're gonna do it, Wyatt. You're gonna. It's gonna happen to us. I just think they, they've never charged anything. 
for these games. And they like they're the women's teams are worth it in Minnesota. Oh yeah. Volleyball, they, basketball, like, hockey. Bas- basketball has struggled in You can get in for for three bucks. You can get in for three dollars. But the Iowa game is fully sold out. Oh jeez. For Caitlin Clark. Just like Yeah. I yeah. I mean How's Iowa's do how's was, Iowa's women's basketball Caitlin team? Caitlin Clark, Mara Braun, and Maya Battle. That'll be fun. That will be fun. Yeah, no. Like these they're better athletes than I have ever have ever been or could ever hope to be. And yeah. I do want to preface Every, too for these are, this is the best bang for your buck ticket though yeah. for sure. But also for our current for the our our first our first year this is our coach's uh, I forgot her name my apologies but um it's her first year too. Like, I keep forgetting. I feel like this. They seem to like her. It feels like year two or three, right? But then like it's year one. Yeah. She her they ex- seem they seem to really like her. Uh, unlike when Lindsay Whalen, <clears throat> but. Uh, I mean, eh. I wouldn't go. Yeah, there. yeah. You well, gotta I meant remember Lindsay Whalen didn't Whalen do too hot. That's what I meant. But yeah. <laughs> you got to remember that Lindsay Whalen also brought some of these players into the building. Yeah, yeah. like Lindsay Whalen was Both. brought in 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 a big way to be a recruitment head coach. Yeah, and clearly something worked. You know, yeah. The, just that's just me going to going to war for a Minnesota legend and Lindsay. I'm in. True. You don't have to go to war for me. I'm in. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I have to go to war against Jason. I guess. <laughs> no, I put the white flag. <laughs> I see your point. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take it. I'll I'll accept your white flag. It was a bloodless coup. <laughs> <laughs> no, but other than that, um, I don't know. I think overall, besides the, us winning the bowl game, women's basketball are doing well. Timberwolves are doing well. Men, uh, men's hockey is actually doing better now in Big Ten play. And uh, men's basketball stepping up a bit after a rough start. Um, this confident in what Gopher Sports is heading into, especially going into the new year here and especially with NIL, but very, very happy and excited with for all of our teams and programs. Um, and hopefully the Vikings uh, don't start Nick Mullins against the Packers, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you could. I'm still on the, I'm on the Jaron Hall train. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they don't want to ruin him. There's no point in putting him in. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, at some point, You've got to see what he's got, right? Don't you still have Kirk next year or no? No, this is his last no. year. It was his contract year. So, um, but the issue is with Kirk's contract, but though. You he guys has... are still live for the playoffs. They might, yeah, they might not. They might be waiting for that. Yeah, because Kirk has, I think, two year, two void years after this season. So next season for twenty four and twenty five. So he's Oy. so he's on the cap on our on our salary book for. Why not two just extend him at that point? That's that's I what mean, that's yeah, what I'm no, leaning at towards. This point, yeah, I'm begging you, extend him though, like for real, please. 
Because I think, because here's what I think. I think. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you begging us to extend him because you can beat him? <laughs> no, because I don't think he'll be that good for you guys overall. I don't yeah, care about exactly. what happens to us. You, the Bears can't hurt me. Okay, they've they've already <laughs> broken me no. so many times. They they this the Justin Fields thing is like the straw that broke the camel's back for me. They somehow <laughs> ruined Justin Fields. And and he and I think he needs a fresh start on another team, and I think he'll be good when he leaves the Bears. And I'm, like, like I think this is you, what, like the bad man can't hurt me you. anymore. He can't hurt me anymore. <laughs> like George McCaskey, he can't hurt me anymore. I just don't care. Yeah, I'm like numb to yeah, what, whatever they do. But like you know, Kirk will like never win you guys a Super Bowl, but like you'll win the division, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel that way, but it'll like keep, it'll keep also, you guys from ever drafting a really good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, because because like you know, worst case scenario for us this year, it's like, oh, what do we do? Do we take another year of Justin Fields and trade back and and get all these assets? Assets, thanks, Carolina, or do we draft Caleb Williams? And I'm like, well, I you got options. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Think where I'll the Vikings that. are now. We might because like we're going to miss out probably on Caleb Williams, Drake May, and um, what's Jaden Daniels from LSU. So I mean, like we're gonna end up looking at guys Bo like Bo, Bo Nix, Michael Penix. Um, depending on where we sit in the draft, we might be looking at a JJ McCarthy. Yeah, you know, it's nothing it's wrong not with those Nick. options. There's, I. You know, I would love to get Michael Penix, not... honestly. <laughs> Cut Nick Mullins, draft Penix, make Jaron Hall QB3. And that's your quarterback room for next year. And you go Kirk and J.J. McCarthy. It's like... That's kind of lit, fun. actually. That's kind of lit. <laughs> it's, like, fine, but, like, it's not... I don't love it. I'd be lying to you if I said I did. Actually, I do have one wish, like... I, I I don't care if we keep Kirk or not. I I I always appreciate what Kirk has done. It's just, can someone please can we get more guys on the old like can we get better old linemen please? <laughs> no, no, we can't. <laughs> They're never gonna answer my one request on that. Fix the old line. Like, I think like when Kirk was um playing his best until he got his Achilles torn. The old line looked good was because Kirk was had had to throw the freaking ball out so fast <laughs> and, and cover up a lot of stink. That's okay. He's good at that. Yeah. But but we digress. Um anything else? The Packers once? almost blowing the first overall pick for the Bears would have been the funniest thing. <laughs> that would have been funny. Um, Even I would have laughed. I would have been like, okay, blowing the first right. overall pick and also losing to the worst team in football. Yeah, the Bucks with right? your with your generational quarterback, Jordan Love, the Panthers. And the Panthers. hey, the officiating tried to fuck him over, but didn't. Ha. Never <laughs> for them. But um, oh, I will note this: I did watch some of the games on, uh christmas day and go raiders <laughs> beating the chiefs that was, that was fun 
Yeah. I Man, watched that. I, got, Nick, I watched that on Nickmas, dude. <laughs> was that? It was so crazy. Who was calling on Nickmas? Was that um? Uh, Nate Burleson. Yes. Yes, someone Nate. Someone I didn't know about, and Rafa, and like the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Did they still have young Sheldon like explaining like penalties and the plays and stuff or or or, or to get rid of they that? They had a lot of Taylor Swift shots, <laughs> and they had a lot of like slime shots. They're like shooting pizzas into the crowd. It was crazy. We love that. It was awesome. They would like you know slime cannons in the in the in the end zone when they would score. Nick Nick MVP was uh the MVP um was a former Bear Legend Bilal Nichols, which was hype. Nice. It's fun because the first ever MVP was uh another uh, Bears legend. Our, our our good friend Mitch Trubisky. Call him by his full name. Mitchell Trubisky. Mitch, Mitch, <laughs> Mitchell the NBP Trubisky. Titty boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I forgot about that incident. Is he still on the Steelers? Honestly, how yes, is he sir. not getting? <laughs> he was starting for a while, and then they were like put Mason Rudolph in, and I was like, yikes! And Mason Rudolph had the best of a Steelers quarterback in two years, and somehow also saving Mike Tomlin's job as well. <laughs> no, if they let Mike Tomlin go, they're stupid. Yeah. If they let Mike Tomlin go, the Bears should just go hire him. Yeah. Oh, what should oh, happen. Yeah, a thousand percent I'm with you. <laughs> like, I I would allow that to happen just so that Stoop and my brother in law can be happy. And Laurence. Don't forget Laurence now. Oh yeah. Laurence come back to us. <laughs> He's busy man. Law school life. He's he's he'll he'll be back. We'll get him back. We'll get there. We gotta get the we gotta get the Return of the King music. <laughs> yeah. But cool. <laughs> um, we are actually out of time. But uh, to all of our listeners and viewers, thank you so much for oh, he's uh, giving us the light, Wyatt. <laughs> joining us for this episode. Um, going into the new year here. Uh, happy New Year. Also, happy belated Merry Christmas. Um, we'll see you guys whenever, but we'll for sure be back during uh, for t- 2024 fall preview. And then we might have some random episodes, probably talk more about where some of our transfers went to, maybe some shade uh, or maybe some t- Twitter beef. Looking at Juice Suit, we can probably share that <laughs> to the internet. I always, I always bring beef to the function. It's just me with my fist in a bag. But all right. But um, this is Opa Podcast signing off for the 2023 season. So I'm one of your hosts, Jason O, along with Soup. Yay, we did it. We made it. And Wyatt. That's me. And we'll see you guys next time. And Opa. Opa.